Hi, I'm Steve Westerly, and this is Beneficial Intelligence, a new weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. This week, narrow focus. IT has always suffered from narrow focus. It's a natural consequence of our field. We need to be able to specify very, very exactly to our computers how we want things done. That tends to attract the kind of people who are able to focus on these fine details. The problem occurs when we don't have any counterbalance to this narrow focus. The app from my local supermarket has a search function so I can look things up and add them to my shopping list. This has been built by people with narrow focus without any input from actual users. For example, if I search for sugar, the first hit on the list is going to be pickled cucumbers sugar-free. Now, from a narrow perspective, that's correct. Like the five letters S-U-G-A-R are in the description of this product. But it is not the one I want. It would never be the one I want when I search for sugar. But it comes up right at the top of my list. So that's something that, from a narrow perspective, is correct. But from the broader perspective of an actual user, it's useless. Amazon, on the other hand. Now, they have some people who don't have a narrow focus in their teams. When you search for something on Amazon, Amazon will give you a well-ranked list of things that might be relevant to your query. It doesn't matter that the text description doesn't exactly match what you were searching for. It will make a very good attempt at providing something that makes sense for you, that is meaningful to the user. Even if you write complete gibberish into the search field at Amazon, it will tell you, well, I couldn't quite find that, but here are some products that you might like. That's something that has been produced by people with a broader focus. IT hiring suffers from the same thing. When an IT department needs somebody, then they are going to create a long, long laundry list of languages and technologies and acronyms that they would like the prospective new employee to have. That goes to HR and it gets published on some, some kind of database and, and uh, there will be no hits. And it goes on a job listing site and people might apply and the HR department will match against these 40 different requirements and say, nope, no hits. So that's why when you need to hire people in IT, you need to have a a broader perspective than this keyword matching. You need to ask the people in the organization or ask around in your network, like who would be a good match? Then you interview them and you find out if they are a good match personality-wise, if they have the energy you're looking for, but you're not narrowly focusing on whether they have experience with this specific tool. To hire good people, you need a broader focus. We're seeing it also in the field of artificial intelligence. IT people 
talk about artificial intelligence in a very narrow sense. All of our AI solutions are narrow. But to an IT professional, when his algorithm can recognize cats in a video, he says this is artificial intelligence. The problem is that the general public considers intelligence to be a bit more than just recognizing cats on a video. So that's why there is this big mismatch between what IT calls artificial intelligence and then the expectations that that word brings up in our users. So we have this narrow focus saying, well, it's intelligent. Yes, it's intelligent in the sense that it can play brilliant chess or it can read handwriting or it can recognize cats. But it's not intelligent in the broader sense of the word, the sense that everybody else is using. Autopilot. Tesla has autopilot. To an engineer, that means that it will keep its speed and direction. A pilot will recognize that. If a pilot sets an autopilot, then the plane will continue straight and level at the set altitude on the set heading until it hits a mountainside or it runs out of fuel. That's what autopilot does in a narrow technical sense. But when we're using the word to describe something to the general public, then it means something else. So our narrow focus, say, well, it does, it has autopilot, becomes the car will drive itself. And that's when we have Teslas plowing into stopped emergency vehicles in the dark because the intelligence in the autopilot cannot recognize a tr state trooper waving a flare to signal an accident. So a human would understand that because a human has a broader intelligence. But the narrow intelligence in the autopilot does not understand the situation. We cannot change IT professionals. And we're not supposed to. They have a narrow focus that is well suited for their task of getting the computer to do what we want it to do. But don't try to cross-train your IT professionals and turn them into one of the broader roles because it doesn't work. You cannot send an IT professional to a user experience bootcamp and have them fill the role of UX designer in a team. You cannot take an IT developer and give him a three-day product owner course and have him fill the product owner role on an agile team. It just doesn't work because that person became an IT professional because he or she has this narrow focus that is well suited for IT. So to fill your UX roles, to fill your product owner roles, to fill all of the wider roles, you need people who are not from IT. The most successful organizations are using anthropologists to study users. These are people whose field is the study of humans. IT professionals, well, their field is the study of computers. So to be a successful IT leader, you need to have 
both people with a narrow focus to do the tech and people with a broader focus. Thank you for listening to Beneficial Intelligence, a weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. If you like the content, please spread the word. If you have comments, please get in touch. My contact information is in the show notes. See you next week.